pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to One Life Left Britain and indeed Europe and probably the world's favourite video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I am Anne Scantlebury. Three. 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 This has never happened before. No, not in living memory. How are you both? Very well indeed, thank you, Steve. I can't uh, answer for Anne. I'm a little bit uh, a little bit tired, a little bit grumpy. Ooh. Uh, so let's see how this goes. I think your voice is about to go. I think it is. From, it's from our a couple of times show today. preamble. I, I thought it might be like some kind of vocal fry you were working on. I'm not. Well, we'll see. I'm not working we'll on vocal see. fry. Yeah, so if my voice goes today, you'll first hear it. <laughs> or if you're listening to the podcast, you're hearing it two days late. Yep. Mm. We're a video game radio show. We play games and we talk about games and, you know, game adjacent things. We kind of meander around the subject. Uh, what's coming up on the show, Simon? News. News. Ick. And uh, I think that's about it. We, we don't have a guest this evening. I wasn't sure whether the Roll 7 kids were going to turn up or not. Uh, I know they've been in sort of reasonably recently, but they're celebrating a birthday at the moment. I they saw said that. They said, can we come on? I said, of course you can come on. Who else are we going to have on? And then they, went, <laughs> oh, then they went a bit quiet. So they may well be here next week. I don't know. Right, OK. Keeping us guessing. I saw they're having a party at Loading, aren't they? They are. Dalston. Uh, what about you, Anne? What's coming up for you on the show today? Because um, he said the news. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to listen to you guys. <laughs> Say some funny things. Three. Ideally, last week I did two jokes. Did you like them, Simon? I really enjoyed the man, actually. I think they yeah. were two of your best jokes. They were two of my best jokes. So I'm not expecting much this week. I think it's fine if this week I just dip a little. So I'm expecting you two to really raise the roof. We'll have some letters. We've got some of those, haven't we, in the can? We do. And we've got a book to give away 
for best letter. Remember from our guest last That's week? That's true. He was great, wasn't he? He was fantastic. Wasn't he, he Simon? I really enjoyed him, yeah. Yeah, thanks for booking him. No problem really at all. Good. You know, I was out, I was back in the country uh, yeah. for last week, but uh, even though I was out the, sh- out of the country, I was booking guests for you. You really were. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have reviews later in the show. Reviews of the latest and greatest video <laughs> games. Uh, have you guys been playing games? I've been playing loads of games. Oh, that's lucky. Loads of games. Good. I can't stop playing games. Will we be talking about Smash Brothers? Do you want to talk about Smash, Smash Brothers? <laughs> I'll tell you about Smash Brothers. Uh, I bought it, obviously. Did you buy it? I mean, obviously. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to review it um, this week because... How the hell can you review a game where you've got no understanding of what's right, happening at right. all in front of you? Completely. Like, absolutely. I, I mean, I was talking to my students today yeah. about this, all yeah. of whom are playing it and like, oh, it's great, isn't yeah. it? Have you, try, have you tried playing Link against right. other Link? Yeah, or Ga- yeah. Whatever. Electric Bowser. I don't even understand how you win a fight. No. Well, I'll tell you how much I don't understand it. Is that, uh, over the weekend, I had to get on the YouTube mm-hmm. and type in a Beginner's Guide to Smash Bros. Right. Ultimate. I watched three videos <laughs> and genuinely did not understand what was happening from the beginner's vi- videos. Right. I've gone through all of the options, the training, the help. Yep. You know, when you start, it says, good place to start Smash. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Here that's we go. What- that's what I need. Yeah. And then suddenly it drops you in a menu like 50 options deep. Yeah. Okay, come out. Maybe maybe that's not for me. Go out. Go into help. Right. Help. Yeah. And there's a series of videos and it's like, all right, so here's how you attack. Here's how you jump. Here's how you do your special. I just want to know, how do you play? What, what, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? happening in front of me? <laughs> yeah, I went into the spirit mode where it sort of mixes it. I mean, it, it looks like a phenomenal game and I, I, I really do wish that I appreciated it and understood it more. I am going to put some more time into mm-hmm. it. It looks spectacular, right? And the content is clearly there. Single player mode. Um, they've, they, they've obviously done a real job on it, but it's overwhelming. They keep... Just when you think that you've, you understand a little bit about what has just happened, mm-hmm. something else happens. So, you go, I, but the numbers need to go down now instead <laughs> of the numbers going up. What's happening? <laughs> God, I'm so You're listening to old man radio, yeah, aren't you? Because right. the kids in the office, I mean, it's, it's uh, obviously we all love and play games in the office, but uh, I, I've not seen this for a while where... Um, when the postman came, like the postman mm-hmm. delivered six or seven copies of the yeah, game, yeah. we'd all bought separately. People gathered around at lunchtime, and, and the lunchtime since, I know there have only been two, Friday and, and today, but he's gathering around. And I, 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 I walked up and said, can you just explain to me what's going on? And even, even in front of me, I found it, di- it difficult. Mm-hmm. It looks good, though. But could they explain what was going on? Or were they just like, I'm having a great time? No, they were excited because I was asking, but what are you doing? Are you pushing B and what? Oh, yeah, no, you have to do a neutral smash uh, in, in, in order to activate that special move. Oh, okay. What's a neutral smash? I mean, I tried asking uh, a couple of people. I, I just, you know, you keep having to dial it back. You go, okay, so can you explain it to me? Well, you do this for this and this and that. No, no, dial it back. Like, bring it back. What am I doing? Well, you've got to punch this person out of the... You've got him. How do I do that, right? <laughs> well, you've just got to hit him and then uh, eventually you'll do it. Okay, but... What are the lines? Like, I'm seeing that percentage thing go up yeah. and it gets to 100 and then it gets to 200 and 250 yeah. and I'm still not winning and then mine's on 150 and suddenly I fly off and yeah. I lose. What's causing this? And no one seems to be able to give me a definitive answer. Right. Well, you won't be getting it here either. No, maybe this is the Emperor's new clothes. Maybe we're the only ones brave enough to stand up and say, we are old, we don't get it. Well, we'll keep you updated, listeners, on our, uh, on our quest to understand what <laughs> the heck feature. is going on. I don't think there's that much insight in the news today. All right, let's find out.
7.06 on Monday the 10th of December. I'm Anne Scanterbury and this is the news. <laughs> Epic has taken on Steam with its own online PC store. The store has opened with a bunch of games including Hades, Shadow Complex and Ashen with games like Super Meat Boy, Journey and World War Z coming soon. The store will op- be open to games made with engines other than Unreal. Developers who opt for the Epic Store will get a handsome 88% of revenue from sales of their games. This comes following Valve's announcement that Steam will now raise the developer cut from 70 to 75% once revenue hits $10 million. Mm. Mm. So we've talked about this on the last Shot couple fired. of shows. Right, it's up there well, now, initially we talked about the Steam, the Steam cut, and mm-hmm. I think the general One Life Left feeling was that that isn't enough right you want more do you to move the needle 77 (laughs) percent we're not accepting any less (laughs) fair enough um and this was you know this was coming now it is here uh what do you think simon well um it's interesting isn't it i think all competition is good Mm. um and uh you know people have tried this before uh, but they've never had Sales from the biggest game in the world mm. uh, under their wing. People are people are actually got um, even more angry with Notch about this. I'm not sure if you've seen some of that. I've not seen this reaction, which is well uh, talking about well that this could have happened earlier had Minecraft opened up its store uh, mm. as, as was originally promised. I think so. Another reason to get angry at Notch, um, apparently. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they they announced it or they launched it during the Game Awards, didn't they? Jeff Keefley get the Game Awards. Don't talk more about the Game Awards, though. Okay, ideally. Um, uh, yeah, it'd be, it's the uh, the latest in a long line of hey, and it's available now. Uh, reveals. A um, couple of interesting things. So, so generally, competition's a good thing. I think um, what's become clearer now it's launched is that there is uh, was highly curated. So I think uh, there's only a few games on there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how frequently they will be updated. What they have said is that they're going to be giving games away uh, weekly or fortnightly. So they've Brilliant. started to give away... I think today Conan Exiles is free, um, and then they've said that Subnautica is free later this week. Uh, I think Super Meat Boy is going to be free. So um, they under what circumstances are they free? Do you download them and then you've got them forever? Yes. Okay. Uh, in the same way that Steam does similar things, they remain in your library. Um, so that's pretty aggressive, isn't mm-hmm. it? Giving away those games. Or uh, nice. And <laughs> it's pretty aggressive. It's nicely aggressive. Aggressively nice. <laughs> Um, they can definitely afford to be aggressive right now, can't they? They can. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be good to see how it evolves. There are a couple of other questions as well is that um, uh, it's not clear how the refunds will work. You know, Steam went uh, very consumer-friendly. Uh, no quibble mm. refunds on anything as long as you bought it within the last two weeks and you've played under two hours on it. Qu- uh, money back, no questions asked. You try and get your money back three weeks after Steers, I found to my cost. Questions asked. <laughs> Questions asked then. No, you can't sign them. I forget which game it was, actually. But I was like, I haven't played it much. I mean, yeah, you did buy it three weeks ago, didn't you? Um, uh, so Epic have said that um, you'll get... And this may have changed, actually, by now. But, I, I, but my understanding from what I could read was uh, each uh, consumer will get two... Two refund tokens. <laughs> <laughs> so you can refund twice, apparently. Forever. 
I, I don't know. I don't okay. know. I mean, again, if, if yeah, so, right. then that's, you'd have to use them wisely, you wouldn't you? Really you really would. That would be it. Like, uh, because, yeah, Steam's mm. refund policy has, has encouraged you know, people to take a, um, a risk on something. Because the thing mm. with you know, console gaming is that you generally expect it to be of a certain quality. Whereas PC, there are so many different hardware configurations and graphics cards and drivers and stuff like that that you absolutely ultimately never know whether it's going to run satisfactorily on your particular machine. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, as you say, very, very uh, limited selection at the moment, but that will grow over time. So, yeah, who knows what's going to happen, Anne, but I, I do believe the competition's good. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that it's... it's. I saw a really interesting uh, series of tweets about this which said, hang on, a lot of the things that you're saying are good on the Epic Store, uh, the curation, all of that stuff, are things that people have been asking for on the Steam uh, on Steam. But actually, a lot of the things that are on Steam that people are complaining about right now are things that people asked for as well. Is, you know, oh, it's unfair that Steam are curating, essentially oh, restricting yeah. the yeah. number of things yeah. on there. And now it's unfair that everybody's on there because no one sees my game. Yeah. Uh, and as I said last week, as you'll know, I think that... The, it's very funny. The, thanks. <laughs> the main problem here is, is basically an insolvable one, uh, which is... Oh, unsolvable? Intractable one, which is that there are too many games and not everyone get, can have the spotlight on them. Da, uh, Dan Marshall put it very well on Twitter, uh, where he, you know, um, there is the expectation that as part of a store's cut, they will help you with the marketing visibility. And that's, and, and that's generally not been true for years. Mm-hmm. You've always needed to do that yourself. Um, the other thing that, that has come out of the recent launches is that a, a number of uh, developers and publishers who are on the um, Epic Store have apparently uh, shelved or postponed their Steam launches. So they've backed a horse. Okay. Um, whether or not that's policy, I don't know, because there are some games that do appear to be on both. But uh, that is interesting. So what they've done is they've taken uh, the advantage of being up there early um, at, on an unproven store, and I think it's fair to say that it's unproven. Epic have actually been selling their own games for for years and years and years, mm. um, uh, but you've got no idea uh, how well they've been doing. Um, uh, whether taking that that sort of prime real estate on store and forgoing, you know, the the, the, the hundreds of millions of active consumers. I know the Epic Store's got a number of users. Uh, taking a risk so yeah who knows how it will pan out um, uh, you know we, we've seen EA uh, uh, Ubisoft um, other people try and launch their own bespoke stores Bethesda um, do that you know uh, whether Epic can do that under the guise of Fortnite who, who knows Bethesda is in a lot of trouble after it leaked Fallout 76 customer information to other customers. Players who were sending in customer support tickets, predominantly about a misadvertised bag in one of the Fallout 76 packages, were briefly able to see information on other customer support tickets. Information included usernames, names, contact information and proof of purchases. Bethesda has acknowledged the incident and said it's investigating how it happened. Wonder what the fallout from this will be. My Google profile picture changed to another man the other day did it you need to use incognito more <laughs> I, I zoomed more frequently. in it was only the little icon zoomed in definitely wasn't me I went to the bathroom to look at myself okay. to check <laughs> right. I just thought maybe this is if this is like you know a glitch in the matrix maybe I've changed something but no it, it was just some kind of data bug oh, going have on. you been playing Fallout then I have not have you no of course not and you? No. This has just been one disaster after another for Bethesda, hasn't mm. it? 
Um, do we know anything, any numbers? Do we have any idea how well 76. it's done? <laughs> you said that's one. Yeah, come on. Uh, you want for four, actually, if you do one every 15 minutes, Anne. Great. Uh, no, obviously, because they've got their own... Uh, well, they're, 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 mm. they're selling it off Steam, um, which someone pointed out, you know, had they been selling it on Steam, then the no quibbles refund <laughs> guarantee would have uh, would probably have hurt them. But uh, they've also, it appears, have been a victim of their own policies, which was um, they don't send review copies out. And what that meant in this particular instance, you know, whilst it has presumably worked for them in the past, is that because everybody's been reviewing the game at their own pace, they've just had day after day after day of, of publications going, yeah, it's not very good, is it? It's not very good, this. <laughs> oh, and then that thing about the bags is bad. And oh, now there's a data leak and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um, just as an outside observer, it doesn't, it doesn't appear to be going very well. No, I uh, I remember a little while back doing a lovely story about the team and them, I think, sharing a, an early build copy with uh, a kid who wasn't very well and finding out that the team like actually do very good work uh, with reaching out to the community and people uh, giving, uh, especially younger people who have uh, either illnesses or difficulties, um, nice experiences in their offices. So it is a shame when you, again, when you sort of think about the people behind this who are making these games having to have like oh that must be just so heartbreaking to have a game that you've worked very hard on out there and just having this like constant onslaught of bad reviews but if you make a bad game tell you what it's worse if one of those kids goes on reddit and posts their real opinions on it afterwards so (laughs) you know all those ubisoft club points you've been saving up under your mattress for 10 years well you better get ready to spend them all quick because they're going to expire soon ubisoft announced changes to the ubisoft club rewards scheme which includes adding an expiration date to the points they have previously not had any expiration date points are used to buy in-game items or exchanged for a 20 percent discount on purchases from the ubisoft store points will now have a two-year usability period with anything accrued before 31st of march 2017 disappearing on the 31st of March 2019. Mm. Never get involved with fictional game currency is my advice. Or indeed any kind of currency. I I <laughs> save all my money with gold under my bed. It's not actually under my bed. I wouldn't tell you where it was. Were they a takeover target, Ubisoft? They, they, are they or not? I'm thinking of Activision. Um, I just want it because there, 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 there is obviously a reason for this and that's because mm-hmm. those coins, even though they are worthless, will be worth something on a balance sheet somewhere. Mm. If you can't write them off, then then you don't know what your liability is. That's, that, that's, that must be what that's about. Mm. Who's going to buy them? Don't know how many points have we got. <laughs> <laughs> got loads of Nintendo points. Maybe we can I use don't those, those. I've in... got no idea what they're for. I keep getting emails. You've got some gold points that's expiring. Oh, like, okay, fantastic. cool. And I've got some silver points. What do they mean? And you're like, well, actually, you can spend some gold points on a wallpaper. <laughs> well, I can get a wallpaper anyway, can't I? Can't I? Right click, save as. Yeah, exactly. Fooled you. Let's get up pretty early in the morning to catch us out, Anne. Uh, so they're saying for people who have saved up lo- loads of these points and are like, oh no, I need to get rid of them quick. Um, they're going to be uh, putting out more rewards that people can buy in the next like few months so that people have actually got stuff to spend it on because I think they're worried that everyone's going to get angry. How many, how many points have you got? How many Ubi points? None. None. I must have some. I've got a few games on Uplay. Oh, it's that thing, yeah, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's where the is thing. That, yeah, that's the one that you got angry about. It's the one you never want to use, but it always asks you to use. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not good, is it? But I'm going to check my balance for you and report back next week. Good. <laughs> 
Game Awards happened this week with winners including God of War, Fortnite and Florence, but it wasn't all awards and applauding. Some games were announced too. Games announced during the event included The Outer Worlds from Obsidian Entertainment, Far Cry New Dawn from Ubisoft, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 for Switch from Team Ninja, a new edition of The Stanley Parable which will be coming to console, The Pathless, a game from Abzu developer Giant Squid, and Sayonara Wild Hearts for Switch made by Smogo, developer of maker of games like Device 6 and Year Walk. God, they're getting their marketing bucks out the, out the, out the game awards, aren't they? It's, well, that's what it is, right? Like that's so all that all that just to get in Anne's news. Absolutely, just written straight to me. All awards are nonsense. I am VHO uh, unless we win it, mm-hmm. and then it's important. <laughs> yeah. uh, but all yeah, all awards are unimportant, and of all of those, the most unimportant <laughs> is the game awards. <laughs> which is so certain in its title and yet such vacuous garbage. Did you watch it? Of course it, not, no. no. It didn't go off, it went off about five hours or something, Right, didn't it? well, of course. Like, because then you can shove more marketing budget inside it, right? Uh, what I can tell you is Sayonara Wild Hearts uh, is brilliant. Is that its name? It looked good. Is that its name? It yeah. looked good okay, from what yeah. I saw. Uh, it is so good. Do you know this, Steve? Uh, yeah. Right. You I mean the, the, the your your posture suggests that you're very much in the know here. I, I, I'm a hundred percent in okay. on this game. Uh, it looks like everything I want from a game. It's beautiful, and it was described as a pop album video game. I think in the trailer that I didn't watch. Uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, super, super, super excited to play that. Uh, I only wrote this news story because I'm very excited about a follow-up to Abzu. And I realised that uh, Giant Squid are just making games for me, which is brilliant. So what is the follow-up to Abzu? Game in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that one. Yeah. The game in the forest. Is that is that what it is? Because uh, I, I read a single line that said, oh, it's very it's very different, but you'll recognise the art style. I think it's in the forest. I think it's puzzly. Okay. Uh, I'm excited about it. That's good. It looks like exactly my kind of game. I, don't, I haven't really looked at it very much. Sounds like my <laughs> kind of game. <laughs> Did you see uh, many images then, if you didn't watch it, of the Game Awards? I saw nothing. None. I no, mean, just the trailers. And I think it's easy to be dismissive from this side of the pond about them, but looking at the production values, etc., and the number of people that were physically there, mm-hmm. I was quite impressed with that, you know, and the logistics of it. And what, you know, uh, what, what they've done with, along with the kind of funny showcase, is that in the news, Anne, that was on over the weekend? Um, I do think in the absence of, uh, you know, we have these sort of uh, tentpole moments at, uh, you know, GDC, Gamescom, E3, where people hang their announcements around them. It is quite nice to get a focus on uh, particular games. And, you know, would we be talking about these two games that you've just referenced and I've already forgotten (laughs) if if, uh, neither of these things had happened? Yeah, because there'd be a different thing to hang that announcement around. And there are so many games awards shows. There are so many. And uh, I don't know. Of course there are loads of people there because if you spend that much money on, uh, you know... On whatever you've spent it on to get your trailer. I in don't there. know. I don't know how the, the commercials. Well, I don't know how it works work, either. Actually. So maybe it doesn't yeah. work like that. I don't know. Um, but that won't stop us saying. I'm speculating <laughs> that might be the case, and uh, I may be wrong. Okay. But I. That's not happened before. 
Is it? No, I don't think no, so. But I, I, I assume if we keep going long enough, we'll find that <laughs> we'll find that thing I'm wrong about. Uh, but also, you know, generally people get excited if they're told that they're going to win an award. Oh, it doesn't really matter what it is, and they'll show up. Uh, I think the only thing that you should be, I think that the only piece of uh, awards are chosen by a random group of people, or sometimes a random person in a room, and you don't know that person, and that person could be, you know, as big an idiot as the person who's giving you a thumbs down on Switch for saying your game's too short or whatever. You, there's no reason to respect the opinion of someone you don't know. There's also no reason to respect the average of an opinion if it's a, a sort of a, a user-voted one. Um, the only thing that should matter is criticism of people you believe in and people you love. And, you know, that's a very private awards, award ceremony. <laughs> Basically, come over. <laughs> come, come, come over, I'll tell you what I think of your game. Aww. And then I'll hold you close. And that'll be the end. <laughs> And finally, after making a game that covers the entire universe, No Man's Sky developer Halo Games has decided to go a little smaller with its next release, calling it a Halo Games short. The Last Campfire will tell the story of a lost ember trapped in a puzzling place searching for meaning and a way home. It's largely being made by is by two people at Halo Games, Stephen Burgess and Chris Simmons, who were lead design and lead artist on Frontier Development's Wii platform adventure Lost Winds. That's it. <laughs> Actually, there was another little. There's another there. paragraph, and then. Uh... Yeah, do you know what? I often cut off the end of stories. I've cut two jokes. No. Already. Yeah. And then there's so there's this uh, quote. Uh, like Pixar shorts, it's a way to foster creativity and new voices in the studio. We started by making Joe Danger before No Man's Sky, and we want to pay forward our success to give others the opportunity to do the same. This was announced during the Game Awards as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw a trailer. Oh, was for it? It was. it was. Oh, I really thought this was not, which is it why was. I gave it a uh, different story. No, was. I was surprised to hear you. Yeah, I'm surprised Bark now. Down this avenue. Oh. But it's not, a, you know, you're just choosing to focus on a game that particularly yeah. stood out to you. Not the Forest game. No. No. The other one you thought was interesting. I think it might be a little bit foresty as well. I think it is. Well, I saw the trailer. It didn't really explain to me what sort of game it was. Although, admittedly, I watched Puzzling it on my phone uh, with the sound off while I was meant to be doing something else. As, <laughs> as intended. <laughs> Uh, so, do you know what the what what is the game? What do you do in it? Don't know. There's not very much information about okay. it. However, the, the information that is the best information is where it says shorts. Because <laughs> what do I like? Agreed. Short games. Okay. Uh, I could get into more short games from people. Mm. I really enjoyed No Man's Sky, um, and actually did play it over quite well me and Matt played it together over quite a long time and it was a very nice experience but I don't do that very often and I like little games mm. get in get it done out Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> well you can play more of them then can't you I know it's yeah. great uh, yeah I just thought it was uh, nice I like hearing from Hello Games I think they're just nice very excited to see this that's why I added it, added it as the last story because is it leave. your job to editorialise, though, or is it uh, your job to report the facts? Editorialise! Because <laughs> an opinion. There okay, we go. That's the bit. Uh, anyway, do you want to hear the, uh, the two jokes? Oh, are we in yeah, the yeah. sort of bonus yeah, edit? Yeah, so, yeah, Simon, yeah. as you'll know from mm-hmm. last week, this yep. is what we do now. Yeah. We have a sort of like a DVD commentary okay. bonus section oh, that yeah, yeah. could be easily cut by our caretaker yeah. for the podcast. Right. So, it's kind of like if you're listening live... You know, this is Easter a bonus. eggs may never may never be broadcast again. Easter eggs go, Anne. We're very ready to see how this epic shake 
epic showdown shakes out. Oh, I'm glad I didn't try and do that one. <laughs> okay. That was for the epic story. Was it epic? Obvi. Was it okay? Uh, looks like Club Ubisoft drinks will cost you points that will only be available for a limited period. We want Club Tropicana back. Okay. Anyway, it's good that they uh, can be. <laughs> 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 oh, I spent actual time on that. So it's good. They're all right, Anne. They're they're okay. Oh. Don't be so hard on no, yourself. It's good. It's the end of a long year. It is also, the, you've is got another. You've got another four minutes to get, <laughs> no. to get a joke in. That's all right, thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. Into One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. This is Phantom Boss Fight by Joe Berrio Sponge from chipmusic.org. What are you doing, Anne? I was literally just yawning. Not because of the music, because of you. Thanks, Anne. Uh, we're a video game radio show, and that means we are a radio show about video games and things adjacent to video games uh we're going to do the letters we in, are. About, in about 30 seconds or so uh i like the way that you um raised the volume on that track as it was uh as that it went into like a bridge mm. almost responding to Anne by going ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. are you telling steve he was boring i wasn't no i did say it was boring fair enough it's yeah. editorial an opinion. <laughs> uh, okay, should we do letters? Go on. Let's do letters. Thank you very much for your letters this week, Robert Wells. Right, hello team. Hello, SSG Optimistic. So, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is out and button mashing is back in fashion. Will this be the ultimate Smash Bros or the penultimate or even the anti-penultimate? Anyway, if you could take a character from one game, complete with their skills and powers, and throw them in another, who would you choose? I think Shell and her portal gun would have made a great character in an early Tony Hawk's game. Pip-pip, Robert. 
That's a good question, that, isn't it? Because what Smash Bros is doing, it's got so many people in it, so, so many characters. Many. Even in my brief play the other uh, over the weekend, Pac-Man was in there. Street Fighter men are in there. Obviously, Nintendo ones in there, but got the, the, they've got the, the Nintendo dogs are in a stage as well. Just mm, dogs start just walking dogs. around. I saw um, the brain training guy. <laughs> he popped up. <laughs> What's his special move? He he's one of those background things. He? And he fires numbers across the screen. Okay. If they hit each other, they explode. Right. Obvious. I'd... Obviously. <laughs> uh, I've got my answer to the question. Okay. okay well done. All right. From Resogun, you oh. know the humans. Saving the humans. No, you know the humans that you save? Mm -hmm. And their skill is that they are not saved. Okay. So you put those in No Man's Sky, and then your purpose is to go around and save them. Because that game, mm -hmm. sort of wandering around a little bit, that He's gives you a sense of purpose. And then it's aimless. No, and then you've got a companion. And then you save another one, you've got two companions. Uh, that's nice, isn't it? It is nice. There you go, that's Good. what I would do. I would take uh, I, I from Monkey Ball uh, and put him in The Last of Us. <laughs> I'd like to be rolling around. I'd like brightness and colour like as zombies try and slap me around it oh push me over there and now I've got to go over there and don't have to worry about stealth because nothing can hurt you nothing can hurt you inside that ball that's how I felt when I played monkey ball just safe hmm. I'll put solid snake in anything and he's in suit and that's what I'm working through in smash bros is to unlock him really yeah so have you unlocked Ken or Ryu no I haven't I saw some of the lads in the office playing with him really it was a Ryu okay I mean, I don't want to get into a, get trapped into. A, oh, I'm just playing to unlock whatever because I think that's the temptation. Is you might it'll all make sense when I've got Solid Snake. It will do. Everything and, makes sense just when you've feel got like Solid Smash Snake. Brothers. Okay, <laughs> fine. You could just put Jigglypuff in anything. Yeah. Sorry, that's my that's my next answer. That's your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. All right, Chris Stewart writes, dear, hopefully fully present and correct team. Present. present. Yeah, exactly. We were just going to let it go, Steve, but... Uh, we are presenting. Sorry, just let me, let me go enough. again. Dear, hopefully, fly, <laughs> present and correct, team and Dare Hope SSG. It's great to have you all back in the same room. I hope Simon has something interesting to share after his trip to Japan to make up for his absence. Not that Anne and Steve didn't do a sterling job two while jokes. he was away. We all heard. Two jokes. We all heard. I did two jokes. Oh, I thought you had a second one coming up. No, no, no. All right, this is a long letter, so you've time to think. Anyway, there was a train strike today, and I got to play a lot more Smash Brothers, and I was expecting on my way to work today, which took me the better part of four hours on a bus. Hooray! I must say, the longer I have it, the more I love the Switch console. Yeah, the PS4 is great and powerful, looks lovely on a big TV, but can it help me through an ordeal like I went through this morning? No. I just wanted to share that little burst of enthusiasm with me, with you. Do you have a most memorable portable gaming moment? If yes, please share. If no, do you have a most memorable non-portable moment, like a great couch co-op sesh? Love and kisses, Chris yeah. Stewart. Uh, I will tell you about Japan and their love for the Switch. Now, I thought I loved my Switch, but mm. the Japanese love theirs more than even I do. How do they demonstrate that? Well, when you have the opportunity... I'm not sure if you've... Um, uh, when you're walking, I don't know, in the in the high street as it exists these days, and you're like, oh, OK, there's the Switch section, and it's maybe, you know, a couple of games, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, uh, Mario vs. Rabbids Gold Edition are always there, nothing else. Japan, when they're selling Switches, they've got 
racks and racks of stuff you can buy for it. Right. I picked up um, Hori Joy-Con with a D-pad mm-hmm. on it for playing your, all your old school SNK and Mega Drive classics. Which you're, of course, going to do. I bought the SNK one. I've, I played Ikari Warriors. Okay. Bit, but, uh, um, uh, rows and rows of cases. Uh, switch soft, hard, uh, flip, uh, Faux leather, screen <laughs> protectors you can buy, mini cartridge holders of mini boxes, all of the Joy-Con, only £53 for a pair, not the 89 that you pay over here, Steve. Mm. Um, every Amiibo that is sold out is not. It's not sold out. They're all over in Japan. Honestly, really? hundreds of thousands of them. Uh, yeah, it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Did you buy any of the stuff apart from the uh, apart from the Joy-Con? I did. I bought. Um, so, so they're nuts for Splatoon Two over there. So, okay. so almost everything Splatoon Two. Splatoon Two is so popular that it skews the Japanese numbers on like ownership on. Uh, you know, um, I think they call them the attach rates. Right, right, right. Um, and on because because they, they're all playing, and you can see that they've got um, vending machines with uh, blind boxes for Splatoon figures and mm-hmm. toys and all this sort of stuff. Picked up a few of those. Um, but I did pick up those mini. Uh, so they even sell mini, mini. You know how you put a, um, a crisp packet under the grill and it shrinks. It's yeah. a tiny version of that. Uh, you got tiny little Mario Kart cases to keep the cartridge in. It's only bigger than slightly, slightly bigger than the cartridge. Um, yeah, I bought loads, loads of junk, loads of junk. Perfect, great, excellent. Mario figures uh, in blind boxes as well. It's just great. So we'll go to Japan. That that hasn't really answered Chris's question. No, but I was just giving him some Japan info. No, that's good. Do you do you have a memorable portable gaming moment? Yeah, when I bought all that stuff in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Scamps. Um, uh, when we played that game, Jackbox. No. Oh yes, any Jackbox. <laughs> it's it's not portable, is it? I it, guess it's it on a laptop. Yeah, portable. Mm. Yeah. And you use your mobile, so I guess that's mobile gaming. Mm. Uh, any Jackbox has been the best time of my life. <laughs> yeah. You? I was going to say the time that I played Advance Wars for a whole loop of the circle line because I missed my stop uh, and go, went round to the start again. But then I remember the time that I played Fire Emblem uh, on again on the tube and lost the final move. I lost my favourite character. Uh, and wanted to shout. I couldn't shout uh, because I was on a tube. Uh, so instead, I bit my Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It still Did has teeth. Like yeah. Slightly. Like, is that like the precursor to licking your cartridge? Yes. <laughs> I was what you a pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hello team and SSG no uh, it's the busiest time of year for many so I'll be brief a recommendation download and play Twinfold on iOS and Android it's a lovely smart puzzler and I, that I think you'd enjoy a question what's the most important thing you absolutely have to get finished before the year closes quick our time is running out your capacity constrained correspondent Chris Conroy I have downloaded and played Twinfold and I was a bit drunk when I started. I have a problem if I do do that. So now I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean it's not quite up there with Super Smash Bros. Um, but I don't really know what's. Well, I understand what's going on. I don't know how to play. I can't. I keep dying. I keep dying early. It's good though. It's two pounds seventy nine. It's, it's like three. That's an investment. But it's, it's a roguelike. Uh, so it's very clever. I can I can appreciate its smartness. It's just a shame that I am not that smart. All right, I'm buying it right now. Oh, Ken, there you go. Kenny Sun. Okay, that is that is me buying it. Mm. 
episode done. We will, we will see what happens there. Um, what have you got to get done by the end of the year? I have got to write the Marioki version of Band-Aid's Do They Know It's Christmas. Wait, how much was it on Android? £2.79. £2.99? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's an Apple, uh, Apple tax, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've got to write the, the Marioki version of Do They Know It's Christmas Time urgently. Hurry up. I've got to sign the game for my day job from a guest we've had on the show. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, we've had a few guests. I've had a few guests. Hopefully bringing that to you What colour? Oh, no, that's not a good question about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, oh, it's just... I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Uh, is that it for letters? That's it for letters. We've Thank got, you very much. We've got one more show, haven't we? Yeah. This year. Uh, and we did have a book to give away this week, but I forgot about it. So we're going to give it away as our Christmas present next week. So Are make we? sure you definitely write in next week for the chance to win the game, the book about game music from, I guess, last week. It's also our last show of the year. So if you get featured on that show, yeah. then you'll be on the front of the podcast for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks. When and are we everyone, back? Uh, 7th of January. And everybody knows that the last show of the year is always the best of. So if you're in... <laughs> That show, we you're did it a little bit drunk. The best of, uh, not last year, but the year before, didn't we? That Should we do that again? Secret. Why not? Because it's illegal. <laughs> Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We've just been dealing with some admin. A little bit of admin. A little bit of admin. Ah. Uh, it's nearly Christmas. That's true. And this is Micro Music Work 3, uh, maybe Casio and Atari, uh, by PSS270. It's from chipmusic.org. It's nearly Christmas. 
and it's nearly our Christmas party. Yes. We are <laughs> you, very you excited. Look, where, where's he going with this? <laughs> How could he possibly what, go? What leap is he going to make? Uh, it's this Friday, isn't it? It is. Um, tickets have sold out, but here's a secret. Uh, just for radio show listeners. Just for radio show listeners and maybe podcast listeners if you're quick. Uh, I'm going to put 20 more tickets on sale when we go back tonight uh, because I've just got permission from the landlord wow. to do that. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a big night. There'll be a secret Santa. What else will there be? Uh, so get my karaoke songs, dancing. Yeah. What sort oh, of karaoke got... songs? Oh, we're going to do... Yeah. Christmas carols. Christmas carols. There'll be a couple of new carols this year. Uh, Christmas pop songs. There'll be a couple of new Christmas pop songs as well. We're going to have um, Let It Snow. Mm-hmm. I've written that one. Oh, I love that. And uh, Joel Atkinson has written the Jackson 5's Christmas song. That's oh. good. What, what's the one? I've got the... Um, I've had the Elton John one in my head all day. Stay the John Lewis advert. <laughs> Is that... No. I've not seen it. I haven't so I seen know. it. No. But I've been listening to that a lot. Anyway, Christmas. Yeah. Have we got that one? We don't have that. Could write it. I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, we won't have that then. But we, 2020. 2020. Actually, what happens 2019? <laughs> Christmas is cancelled. <laughs> no, it's going to take us two years to write yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, we will have classic karaoke, all the hits, all the time. Mm. And then we will be going till late with DJ, DJ Aldi, Aldi Selection, Selection Box. First outing for DJ Aldi Collection <laughs> yeah. Box, yeah. Well, Very he, excited. He did DJ last year as well, didn't he? But, but under what name? His, his actual name, but we changed it. Yeah. To DJ Aldi Selection yeah. Box. Yeah. Well, so. if you knew who the DJ was last year, you'll know who it is this year. And it's going to be all bangers all the time. He was great last year, wasn't he? He was. Uh, so that's going to be great. We're going to go on till late. Have we got a Christmas cocktail designed yet? We don't. Uh, Jimmy, as well as telling us we could uh, sell more tickets, a few more tickets, uh, told me, has Anne decided on a Christmas cocktail yet? <laughs> um, I don't know. No meat. No meat, definitely. We've, We've done mince pies. Yeah. Uh, we did cranberry and something. something. I suggested ginger. Oh, ginger. Some kind no, of... ginger would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, something. I don't know. Anyway, ginger. You've got, you've got this evening to sort that um, out. Maybe just shots. Reviews. See, what have you been playing? Ooh. <laughs> she got you there. Whoa. She got you there. Exactly. I'm not ready. Not got ready. You there. Not ready because I don't <laughs> don't have my Steam account up. I've been playing. Well, I played the uh, help the help compilation that you told me to download oh, yeah. last week. Uh, there are five games. Yep. I think they are of variable quality, but it's good to see them all there. I particularly enjoyed the one uh, which is called. Uh, it's called something like Mediocre Tidying Up it or is, something. Yes, is that right? Yes. Mediocre Housework. Mediocre Housework, where you're flinging, uh, flinging clothes onto onto shelves. I thought that was a good tube game. And the ticket checking game. Tickets, please. Which is a lot like that Either Brexit one. game. The Brexit nightclub game. Not tonight. Not tonight. It's like that. Is it? I've not played Not Tonight. So Not Tonight, you've got to check the IDs of people as they go into the club. Here, you've got to check people's tickets. And it's basically the same game. But this one, you're giving to charity. Right. Wouldn't you say that it's like another... More like another one? Papers, please. Yeah. (laughs) I would say that. But I'm looking for a contemporary reference that the kids will get. Not one from five years ago. Gotcha, gotcha. Um... And uh, anyway, Lucas Pope's moved on, and so should we. Fair enough. 
Good. I, I've been playing some other things, but I'll have to look them up. So. Okay. Well, what would you give that? A seven out of ten. Great, Simon. I've been playing loads actually. I've uh, been carrying on with Dark Souls. Do you want to? Should we do a, a reviews round? Round so, robin. Yes. Until oh, we run out. Right. Uh, well, I, I wasn't going to review the, the one I am going to review uh, is a game called Horizon Chase Turbo Ooh. on the Switch. Um, is it a car one? It is a car one, and and actually the Switch is is you know underserved I think by racing games. You got you got Mario Cars, obviously. Obviously. You've got Grip. Uh, you've got that Gear Club, uh, which isn't very good. Um, this is uh, the first in what I think are uh, a long line of forthcoming um, arcade racers. So this um, one harks back to the SNES era. Um, I believe it's not a game that I played at the time. It's supposed to be um, uh, a modern take on Top Gear, not based on the show. Right. Uh, I mean, Top Gear SNES game. That. So uh, it's, it's a modern interpretation of 16-bit graphics. Uh, it's, a, it's an old-school racer. 109 tracks... Okay. Count a lot them. Of tracks. There is a lot of tracks. Um, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't expecting a huge amount from this because it's come out on mobile. It's been out on PC and PlayStation already. I think it's brilliant. Um, oh. As far as I can see, they've uh, they've got rid of any of the mobile stuff in there. It's um, pure. Uh, pure arcade racing in the way that um, you need to memorise which way the, the courses are coming. In. It's not realistic, Anne, um, but yeah, it's got it's uh, it's got the old school graphical effects with the hills and twisty turns and all that sort of stuff. Uh, just loads to it. Uh, Twenty cars runs at sixty frames a second. Um, honestly, I, I was intending to play Dark Souls entirely on the way back from uh, Tokyo. Uh, so much so that I downloaded a guide to it on my phone so I would, <laughs> wouldn't get stuck in the air. And all I did was play uh, Horizon Chase Turbo. It's really, really brilliant. If, you, if you've got an old school itch, I don't think... I showed it to Dexter. He's like, oh, this is rubbish. Right. But he didn't play... You know, he wasn't even born then. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, if you play and enjoy those old arcade games or old, old SNES games, uh, it's well worth a look. Seven out of ten. What about you, Scants? Well, so my bit of the round robin is first bit. Uh, so that game that you told me to play, Six Match. Mm. I tried that. I played it for a little bit, and then I went straight back to the Christmas sweep uh, themed super free to play in app purchases <laughs> shiny shiny match three game which i still love i'm doing so well at it i haven't spent any money i have watched quite a few advertising videos uh, and i'm on level 64 so great i really love it it's really getting me to step into christmas uh, seven <laughs> out of ten wait what what about yeah that's my second one yep. for the round robin come on steve come on steve we're back to me yeah ffs hold on a second can uh, you say that I think you can. It's okay. just letters. They can stand for anything. <laughs> I played, finally got around to playing 2015's Shower With Your Dad simulator. Okay. Uh, have you played it? No, but I have heard of it. Have you played with it? I have not played it, no. Uh, it's a really, um, really fast-paced arcade game where you're a tiny sprite of a tiny child. You've got to run around and match yourself to the three naked gentlemen, one of whom is your dad. Are you allowed to say naked? It's just letters, isn't it? It's, like, it's fine. Um, and it's um, it's super, super fast. So it's top down and quickly move to one of them before the time runs out. And then it spawns them in a different place and then move to another one. Spawns them in a different place. Move them. Eventually you run out of time. You unlock lots and lots of different tiny, tiny versions of that with different rules. Uh, it's all quite warm and funny. A little bit naked. 
Uh, actually, very, very naked. Uh, so much so they've had to censor the, the video okay. on Steam. Do you have to play it naked? I chose to. <laughs> uh, 7 out of 10. Sam, so, you got another? Uh, I've been playing South Park The Stick of Truth on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that's the original game. The sequel came out uh, this year on Switch. Um, it's been out for a while on everything else. I don't really like South Park. Oh, sorry, no, I don't watch South Park, mm-hmm. okay, because I'm not um, an internet child uh, who thinks that it's simply funny to swear um, and be offensive. It's, it, it's Anne finds it hilarious. Or so I thought. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, so it's it's made by Obsidian, who Microsoft bought recently. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, at its heart, it's a it's a it's a very comprehensive role playing game, uh, all wrapped up in um, a South Park episode, which looks like the TV shows written by the TV show lot. Uh, so I, I'm sure that there are loads of in jokes in there, but as a non show watcher, I don't know what they are. But I'm really enjoying it. It's um, it's you know, it's a bit rude in places. Oh, I mean, they say some things, shame. I know they say some things which are a little bit controversial, um, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, it's so much so that I'm, I'm, I'm. That's the game I'm going to finish now before I properly power on with uh, Smash Bros. Um, <laughs> I bought it in the in the sale. Actually, sorry, my American friend bought it in the in the black. He was over for Black Friday. My American oh, friend. So yeah, he wanted to use my Switch, so he logged on. Paid fourteen dollars ninety nine for it, and oh. uh, yeah, very very reasonable. Um, yeah, so thoroughly enjoying it actually. Uh, seven out of ten. Nice. Uh, I have also been playing this week Tetris Effect. Have oh. you? Have I have? Have you been playing it in the VR? Yeah. Okay. Um. So is it VR only? Oh, I don't know. Well, having VR, I didn't try it any other way, <laughs> Simon. Uh, so it's Tetris, right? Isn't it just cross with res? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so it's Tetris and but it's all like Zhuzhi and like oh you're there's lots of different uh It's all what? Zhuzhi. How'd you spell that? <laughs> That's not a letter. Um it's all just letters, Steve. True. Um so lots of different levels and each of them has like a different theme and it feels like you've got well, it says I've chosen the journey path, so I'm hoping to find more of this sort of story-led journey with it but uh, each of the levels has sort of a different theme and su- and like when they uh, when they speed you up um sometimes people will start chanting or there's dolphins and they'll start like jumping out of the water alongside you which is lovely except it's also very distracting mm. when you're trying to where's that gonna go um i'm not very good at tetris it turns out i'm not very good at most video games um which is fine you're allowed to not be good at video games uh, but it is so cool it's so cool i was sat in the flat by myself and i got completely lost in it um it's a mate like on the vr headset it's really really amazing um the shaky bit of the controller is there a proper name for that How- Rumble. yeah that uh the way that is used is brilliant um <laughs> the use of music in it like the visuals are like I know that a lot of people go, oh, it's like blah, 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 but on drugs. <laughs> I don't do drugs. Right. Uh, but this is like just being, having a great time. Is so it- it's like, it's like Tetris, but with a great time. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. I'm going to keep playing it. I didn't get super far through it because I'm quite bad. Um, seven out of ten. Okay, I... Uh- 
have finally found the game that I've been playing on Switch, uh, which I bought just before Smash Brothers, and so I haven't been playing it for the last couple of days because I've been so bewildered <laughs> by Smash Brothers. Uh, but I have been playing a game called Bes- Behind the Screen, uh, which is a Switch puzzle game. I guess it was on the discounted part because that's where I find most of my Switch this is games. The first I've heard of this, and I pride myself in knowing everything that's on the Switch store. So the reason it stood out is because <laughs> it looks really, really, really different visually. Um, it's got a. Uh, I think the developer says it's a Taiwanese art from the seventies. Um, it's very visually rich. The game itself is a narrative game around, uh, based around kind of very, very small games. I'm playing at the moment through a uh, kind of uh, simple stealth thing where you've got to hide in bushes as you sneak past people. There's then a simple sort of pattern-matching fighting game. At the start, it was a block puzzle game. All of these are linking together what it claims to be a... Uh, a very relevant take on fake news. It seems to be a story of a murder, and there are different sides to this story, but it's not what the news is telling you. It's linked with video sections. Um, But it was the art style that really, really stood out to me. Uh, And it's super, super charming. I don't think it's the greatest game in the world, but visually it's so interesting that I don't mind... um, you don't just mind it not enjoying... being the greatest game in the world. Do you expect that from everything you play? I'm certainly not getting it from Smash Brothers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'd encourage everyone to give it a chance. Seven out of ten. Very good, Steve. Uh, is that the end of our round, Robin? Have you got anything more? I can go on, but I feel that. Uh... I feel like we've. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Cool. Great. I mean, we're a bit early to actually wrap it up. We're not early. I'm just shaking my head. Who are you? Carry on. Where have I come from? What's going on? I I mean, we can wrap it up if you want. Do you need us to wrap it up? I mean... Let's just chat then. Yeah, like maybe three minutes. Three minutes. All right. Three minutes chat, guys. Three minutes chat. Any other business? Um, I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think we do. Why like? Talked about everything. There we go. Two minutes. It's the the last show uh, of the season. What are we, have we got a guest for next week? I'm hoping the Roll 7 boys turn up. What if they don't? Well, Still could tell them they can, waiting like Santa. Tell them they have can, they been? They'll ruin the year if they don't. Uh, I will pa- I'll certainly pass that on. Good, good. Um, so hopefully they'll be there. Um, We've got a book to give away. We have a book to give away. And uh, yeah, it should be a good show, isn't it? And then we're straight back in. It's almost like we won't... How many shows are we actually missing? Two. Two. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Simon, did you go in any arcades in Japan? Uh, you don't need to go into arcades. Arcades going to you. If really? you go, like, if you go into any <laughs> shop, uh, they've got all of those noise. In fact, the whole of Tokyo is just really noisy. You walk uh. anywhere, the buildings shout at you. Uh, but then you go into the to the shops, and everybody's playing the games that require physical cards and stuff like that uh, to play. Obviously, I didn't understand what was going on, but uh, people seem to be having a whale of a time. You didn't get any sense on the upcoming gaming trends. No, but they've got loads of games that aren't out over here, and Ooh. most of them, I think, would be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I, did, I did think about buying... There was one game that uh, was entirely in Japanese. It had cats on the front, a Switch game. Well, exactly, and I thought I could bring that as a, as a present, but you just don't know with the Japanese what actually might be on it. Mm. Yeah, but we could have had a go. <laughs> And you explain that to the police <laughs> when they come round. So, um, yeah, I thoroughly recommend going, though. Uh, we should make it a road trip one year, I reckon. Oh, yeah, let's, let's definitely do, it. do let's that. Let's take one Tokyo, life left over there. Tokyo Game Show. Let's give it to the Japanese, yeah. whether they like it or not. 
That's it. That's good. it. Good. Is that us wrapped up? I think so. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to us, for tolerating us uh, today. We've been One Life Left, a radio show about video games. How many jokes did we do this week? How many was your tally on by the end of the show? I don't even know if it got to one. Mm, so that many. Okay. Thanks uh, for we'll listening. Be back next week. But until then, See goodbye. See you. Bye. <laughs>